Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning and welcome to Wednesday, April 27, uh, 2022. Today is a very special day because 16 years ago, um, Jackie and I were at the hospital and um, everything was good. It wasn't like we were bad, but we welcomed Lori into the world. Woo! Today is Lori's 16th birthday. So if you happen yeah. to see her, um, tell her happy birthday. Um, so just a funny story, uh, when Lori was born, um, we have three older sons. And so, uh, when the doctor said it was a girl, cause we didn't know ahead of time, we were like, oh, we didn't know we knew how to make girls. We thought we could <laughs> just make boys. Um, and so we were pleasantly surprised that, but the funny thing was for the first, you know, a couple of days we kept using pronouns like he and him and his, because that's all we do. So, but now we say her and hers and all that stuff. So, um, so Lori, thank you for being part of my family. Not that you had a choice, but yeah. thank you for sticking around. <laughs> and, um, and it's just been fun having you and, and to bring in a little bit of, um, well, I was about to say calm to three brothers in the house. Uh, but you, no, no, you kind of, you, me and, it's me and Emmett that are, that make it yeah but you um it's just me it's calm you kind of learned to live with three boys and and uh put up with their shenanigans and and uh you know respond in kind so anyways well so happy birthday lori um and uh so today is wednesday and normally wednesday is a day for our guests to talk about kind of their victory point story and how they came and why they stay um i'm going to tweak that a little bit obviously because um mom uh, doesn't go to Victory Point, and Lori didn't have a choice in coming to Victory Point, and uh, so. Um, but oftentimes, what we um, hear from people on Wednesdays is how they're using their gifts in their church family, their church home, and so. Um, Mom, can you talk a little bit about kind of how you and Dad um, serve at Vic, at uh, Ridge Point, and kind of how you use your gifts there, and then Lori, you can talk about what you do here. Yeah, so. sure. Um, you know, it's, it seems like through most of my life, God has made me a, a listener to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, even when it wasn't an official thing, um, people said that it was easy to talk to me. So I don't mm-hmm. know if it is or not, but I've heard that over the years. And a few years ago, both my husband and I were asked if we would be interested in being shepherding elders at Ridge Point. And I thought, you know, that's strictly a coming alongside people kind of a thing. And we'd been through all the church. Yeah angst and politics in in previous churches and we thought this is perfect because it gives us a chance just to come alongside people mm-hmm. so um now i don't know if it lends any more credence to it or not but it's an official title <laughs> and i you know we don't go around talking about it a lot but i really feel like that that's the way that god is using me and you know somebody calls the church and has a need then they try to find one of the shepherding elders that they think would be a good fit with that person mm-hmm. It's been a growing and learning experience for both of us in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is definitely something that God has blessed you with, just the ability to listen and be there and and support. I remember growing up, um, you had a friend that um, relied heavily on you, and um, and you were always there for her and her young boys. And um, it was just it was cool for me to see you um, serve in that way. And I think shaped a lot of what I do um, because I, I think that I 
find most joy when I'm helping people, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, so thank you for setting that example for me when I was growing up. Um, Lori, what about you? How do you serve here at Victory Point? Um, so I am, well, I'm involved with the youth group um, since sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade was when I started. Um, so I've been uh, doing that for a while. Um, and then um, about once every month, I help in Kids Zone. Um, I started out in uh, the toddler room, I, I think. I think that's where I started. And then now I'm uh, primarily in the pre-K room. So I really enjoy that because I love just hanging out with kids. Um, that's just like something I really like to do. So it's really fun to hang out with them um, for the service. And I think they like me. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, they have fun with me. So yeah, yeah. that's just yeah, fun to do, so. Well, thank you. I think um, as a father of four children who once were young, um, I think it's so important to have that nursery, um, you know, young that kids own opportunity because it allows the kids to grow in faith, to hear stories um, at their level. Um, and it also allows uh, parents to be able to be in church mm-hmm. and not have to worry about, um, you know, also trying to take care of because uh, as much as we love babies, they can be noisy um, <laughs> and stuff. But so thank you both of you for using the gifts God's given you um, in, in your respective church homes. Yes. So, well, today, um, I don't know if this is because now you're 16 on this day, Lori, mm-hmm. um, or what, but we, we get a pretty um, heavy uh, pastor, we're going to delve into Revelations. Um, and for those of you who are not familiar with Revelations, it was written by John, uh, one of Jesus' disciples. And it was um, at a time late in his life, um, around 70 or so AD, a time where Nero the emperor was highly persecuting Christians. Um, and there was just a, a, it was a hard time. And there was a call for uh, emperor worship, the people need to worship the emperor as if he was a god. Um, there's things like the Great Colosseum where, um, you know, Christians would be thrown to the lions and that would be a sport for people to watch Christians being um, persecuted there. And so it really was a time where Nero and the emperor was exalted um, and you kind of had to worship him. Um, so John is writing this um, to kind of encourage the believers not to follow that, but to to remember who the true um, hero is and who they should truly be worshiping. And and so oftentimes there's a lot of imagery and symbolism in Revelations, and we'll see that today. Um, so it can be kind of a weighty thing, but we're gonna we're gonna do our best <laughs> to get through it. So um, so we are reading uh, Revelations five eleven through fourteen. Um, so then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice saying, worthy, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne uh, in the Lamb, to be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell, fell down and worshiped. All right. You guys sit back and talk, and I'm just going to learn. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
either one of you, what did, as you read through this, what kind of were you able to pull from it? What made you, what did you connect with? Do you want to go first? Do you want to go first? <laughs> I, I, can. I don't care. I, I'm just saying I had to go back a little bit to see what's led up this because, and then I oh, looked yeah. and heard the voice. Yes. Thank you. And it all talks about, um, you know, that Jesus is the lamb and that he, he is the only one that has the power to open the scrolls and break the seals. Mm. And I think, I'm not real versed in this, but I think that implies some of the things that are going to unfold at the end of time, you know, and to me, especially in this day and age, um, where there's so much unrest in the world and we don't mm -hmm. know, and there are people that think that they have all power, like Nero yeah. thought he had all power. Um, it, we can be concerned about that, but ultimately we know that Jesus is going to take control. Mm. He's the only one that can un unfold the end times. It's not yeah. anything we do or don't do that's going to do that. He'll make that decision. And at one point in time, he said, you know, only the father knows the time. So maybe he's waiting for his cue. I don't know yeah, if that's all yeah. going to work out. Yeah. But um, he has the power to set into motion the last days of history and how that's going to unfold. And in all that, we have that assurance that he's in control. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you shared that kind of backstory because that was something that I had I went back looked at as well and just see the what happened before the then I looked and heard and again just that that idea that nobody had the power um, to open the scrolls but then uh, John saw the Lamb looking as they've been slain uh, standing in the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures and so again he discovered that Jesus is the one. Um, that was worthy to open the scrolls because he was the one that was slain. Um, and uh, with his blood, I'm kind of paraphrasing verse nine here, um, that through the blood of Jesus, every tribe, every nation, and every people can be made whole and be, can be part of the kingdom. So yeah, um, that, I'm sure that was reassuring to the people at the time um, about, yep, Nero may be in power, but there's someone better than that and we can hold to that now too Lori. what about you what uh did you pick from this so it says um like it talks about how every creature in heaven and on earth um is and under the earth we're um saying these things we're praising um and which is just like i like is i don't know it's kind of i don't know the right word like a I don't know if astonishing is like the right okay. word, but like, that's just the one that's coming to my mind. Yeah. But like, just because we live in a world today where not everybody would say these things would praise or so it's like, I don't know, kind of mind boggling to mm -hmm. see like everyone, every creature would do this. So yeah. like, praising. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah. Cause it doesn't seem like now where we're at and, and mom kind of referred to some of the things we're going on in this world now that, we'd ever get to the point where every creature mm -hmm. would and every living person in heaven and earth and would that um what what jumped out to me at first um was just it talks about how they're the number of angels they're thousands upon thousands and ten thousands upon ten thousands and how loud that must have been um so um we um every year uh, I, I have an uncle who um, is a Michigan alumni and has season tickets to the, to Michigan football games, but he lives in Colorado. So he blesses us with them. And so, you know, when we go to the big house and maybe some of you listeners have been there, um, it's on average 109,000 people in this big football stadium. And it can be so loud as they're cheering for, uh, Michigan, uh, to win hopefully. Um, and so that was the first connection I had. Okay. Hundreds of thousands of people there and how 
crammed, it seems, in that stadium. And both of you have been there to see that um, and how loud that can be. And that's going to be nothing compared to this scene. Um, mm-hmm. But just to have all of those people focus on cheering for this football team. Uh, it just seemed that, that was kind of a connection I made uh, to this. And and um, another thing that kind of that I thought of is, um, again, as John was writing to the the people at the time to say, you know, Nero thinks he has it all. Um, he has his Colosseum where I don't know how many people could fit in the Colosseum, um, but Jesus has heaven. You know, he has this big thing. So again, like mom, you were saying, Nero seems to be in power, but there's something greater than that. So just kind of, it's almost like John is kind of one up in, um, in Nero and just saying, look, this is what really we need to to focus on. So, um, yeah. And again, just that idea that, um, you know, Jesus is the only one that's worthy of honor and praise um, and our glory forever and ever. So, um, yeah. Anything else? I know, again, um, revelations can be kind of heady, but um, thoughts that you guys want to add to that? Challenges? I don't, I don't have anything. I don't yeah. know about you, Grandma, but yeah mm, let me see i was just thinking, thinking about angels you know and the different roles that they can play sometimes in our lives you know like um like daniel in the lion's mm-hmm. den the angels cut, shut the mouth of the lions you know so that they couldn't hurt him and um and then in revelation 12 i think my footnote referred to that it talks about that michael and his angels already had a fight with satan and his angels in heaven mm-hmm. and they defeated him and so they've been kicked out and Satan has a certain amount of power on this earth, but he will never have the power of God and his angel armies. Yeah. That song came to mind when you're talking about yeah. God of angel armies. Um, and that's another thing that we can take confidence in knowing mm-hmm. that in the spiritual realm, as well as in this physical world, that God and his angels are definitely the ones who are going to win. Yeah. 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 Um, and so again, going back to what we talked about, um in the psalm passage when we go through those times where we feel we're in the pits right when mm-hmm. we're feeling that that, that that weeping at night uh we can hold on to what mommy just said that jesus and his angels have that ultimate power so um so uh, oh, one other thing um oh um and now i don't remember why i had this but i talked about how um we are personally oh i know what it was sorry um one other thing that jumped on is that you know, they, there's this person that's being described here, Jesus, who is worthy of all honor and praise and hundreds of thousands of angels are singing from, but that same Jesus is one that wants to know um, us personally and loves us personally. And as high and mighty as this makes him to be, you know, in terms of, you know, the only one worthy of praise, he still wants to be, um, have a relationship with us. And and so that's just kind of cool that we have a God who, despite his glory and power, wants to have a personal relationship with us. So um, so I guess as listeners, as you go throughout your day, um, know that um, Jesus and his uh, army of angels are on your side, um, that he has ultimate victory over the Neros of, of the world, um, ultimate victory over Satan and his demons. And um, you can just rest assured knowing that the, the Lord of heaven and earth 
wants to love you and uh, and wants to uh, have a personal connection with you. So may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show his favor and give you peace. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.